Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Exact Nature's all-natural CBD-based products are specially formulated to help you lighten the load in recovery, be it with addictive cravings, depression and anxiety, or improving sleep. Founded and run by a father-son team, both in recovery, this issue is personal for them. Learn more at exactnature.com, and as a listener of the Sobriety Diaries, use the code TSD20 to receive a 20% discount at purchase. Again, TSD20 at exactnature.com. It started to get out of hand. I really didn't notice it myself, but a lot of my friends and family them did. But uh, let me remind you that my daddy was an alcoholic. So I'm kind of predisposed to the whole alcoholism thing. Happy Sober Day, friends. Welcome to the Sobriety Diaries. My name is Nate. I am a grateful recovering alcoholic seven years from my last drink. The Sobriety Diaries is a video podcast where we share powerful stories of recovery told by those who lived them. Check us out at thesobrietydiaries.com for all things podcast related. And for all our video interviews, head over to youtube.com slash Nate Kelly. Also, please share this podcast with just one person in your life who may still be struggling. You just never know what they may need to hear today. Recovery is possible. I am here with my new friend, Mr. Showout. How are you today, my friend? Good to see you. Thank you. I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. Um, Happy New Year. It's a blessing we're able to see 2023, y'all. This is a new year, new beginnings, new dreams, new aspirations. And so let's, let's start the new off with a bang, everyone. That's a good point. Let's let's just talk, jump right into it. Have you set any new goals for 2023? What's your game plan? What are you working on this year? I started this journey in my life because I wanted to change. And I did just that. You know, I'm almost two years into my recovery and it's the best choice I ever made in my life. Hardest thing I've ever done. Hardest shit that is probably imaginable, but I've got nothing but blessings since then and by far the best decision I've ever made. I agree. I definitely want to talk about the show a little bit more. And like I said, before we started recording, I really love the way that when you talk to your guests, it's it's really just so raw and personal and and conversational. And and that's a lot of of what I try to do here as well. So I definitely want to start with your own personal recovery journey, how your addiction escalated, uh, what a a typical day looked like when you were in the throes of your addiction and why you decided to seek recovery. My personal recovery journey, I used to be in high school. I used to be like one of the popular kids. I had a lot of things when I was young, 
You know what I mean? I could say, because I'm the youngest out of five kids. And so I was, quote unquote, spoiled. <laughs> yeah. So I had a lot of things that a lot of kids in my grade didn't have at the time. I had cars and things of that nature, you know. So we all started venturing out. That's, that's one thing we always do. We dibble. I used to dibble and dabble in, in marijuana. And so when I graduated school, I graduated high school, I got into college, everybody. And that kind of, you know, the college life uh, with with the ladies and with your, your friends and everything. So I'm drinking. I started to drink. Yeah. And, you know, with that drinking, it started to get out of hand. I really didn't notice it myself, but a lot of my friends and family them did. But uh, let me remind you that my daddy was an alcoholic. So I'm kind of predisposed to the whole alcoholism thing. Yeah. Um, and so. Did you see a lot of chaos in your house or? Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of arguing. Uh, let me remind you that my dad passed when I was 10. Okay. So my mother. Before my dad passed, uh, I used to hear a lot of arguing, but I've never really, since I was so young, I never really seen any physical abuse. But I remember the arguments. Uh, they wouldn't do it in front of us. It was pretty much behind closed doors. And, you know, so I remember that a little bit. But I don't say that that was kind of triggered me or gave me any trauma. Yeah. Because my childhood life was tremendous. I mean, my mom did everything possible, gave us everything that we needed. So I tip my hat off to my mom right now for blessing us. I mean, all of her kids graduated high school, went to college. Um, we all we all had our share of ups and downs. Sure. But in the, yeah, and pretty much since she pretty much raised us to be well respectable um, citizens and, and, and treat people well. So when I got out of college. Um, when I actually went for a year and a half and I told myself I would take a semester off and that semester kind of led to me moving back home. I moved back home and the drinking started to escalate everybody. It started yeah. to get a little worse. Uh, I found myself every day waking up wanting to drink. I didn't have the shakes or anything like that. Um, I just knew that drinking was more calming to me. Um, I had stopped smoking marijuana, and I was just dibble dab with the marijuana. But I, my thing was to, you know, go get me some um, brandy or some cognac, yeah, and, and and you know beer. So that really just fueled me up. I noticed too, when I went to college, it's like when my drinking started to escalate because it was the first time that I, I was like unsupervised and I could do whatever the fuck I wanted to. Is that part of the reason maybe in the beginning, why you think it, it escalated in college? I kind of think so too, because yeah. like you said, I was able to go buy it, have my car. I was able to go get it whenever I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, like you said, being unsupervised and being young, being eager, being, you know, just living in free will, so to speak. So, yeah. You know, like so, some people say, I was just living wide open. I was just, That's right. Yeah. Just out there wide open. Nate. 
So when you took the semester off, uh, were your intentions to return and finish your degree? Yeah, that was all of my intentions. My intention was to go back. Yeah. But during that time that I had off, um, I started to work. I found me a factory job and I started to work. And I kind of enjoyed the income that was coming in. Yeah. And so I met I met this I met this uh, young lady, which is my wife now. Amazing. And yeah, and we hit it off pretty strong. And you know, um she had my first had my daughter. And you know, like you say, life, uh marriage life and things like that. The family started to expand and so I kinda put the school on yeah. the back burner and you know, started living the family life. You know what I'm saying? They started living the family life, started to enjoy life. But at the same time, the old demons I had. Yeah. She didn't pretty much know them. I was trying to hide them for a little minute. But, you know, when we have our damn addiction, they ain't no hiding it. Eventually, it go pick his damn head. Yeah. so, yeah. Because it's our, it's our first priority, right? Always. Yeah. So if it comes down to you're a little tipsy when you come home when you weren't supposed to or... It's go. It's gonna get out there because it's our first priority, right? Yes, sir. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like you know. At first, when she first met me and everything like that, it was just okay. Maybe he just drink a little bit here and there, you know. He just do this, but after a while, you know, after we settled in and everything, and 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 you know, you know, when we in our addiction and shit, we can tell ourselves, man, I'm gonna just try to, I'm gonna try to chill out. I ain't trying to show this girl that. And I can, you know, what I'm, what I'm really capable of, you know what I mean? So I wasn't <laughs> trying to show that side. But one thing about me, Nathan, I would always keep a damn good job. I would always keep a job. But I could never let go of those demons, you know, those yeah. demons that would stay, stay there with me. So um, I had a struggle with that. So within our marriage, you know, I had a lot of years of, um, like, uh, my alcohol abuse got out of hand, Nate. Okay, so I can get to this situation here. Let me ask you a question um, real quick. What was yeah, go ahead. what was her reaction when she first started to realize? It was a couple of years before it got to a point where it was um damaging in the household. Yeah. We wasn't fighting head on. We had more verbal abuse towards each other. Yeah. And even with the verbal abuse, that's still abuse. You know what I mean? Of course. So the people out there and the viewers that will be watching this, stay mindful of the verbal abuse because that's still abuse when it comes down to it. But it's one thing about it. The choices we make affect the others around us. So she was a, a sweet, kind person, and she still is today. And we still married today. And But the choices that I made, could make her or change her in a in a certain way. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. So my ways, I had to, I had to figure it out. I had to do a lot of soul searching. Um, a lot of my family members, you know, even my wife, you know, she would tell me you need to slow down on drinking. But one thing in our damn addiction, what's the first thing we say? I got it. <laughs> right. I I got it. I can beat it. We have one baby, right? Do you do you guys continue to to grow your family throughout this time? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Nick, uh, we just recently, okay, we have my oldest daughter, she's fourteen, and we have a son, and we just had a newborn in July. He came about 
after my rehab experience. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so Let's get into that. The, the stuff I was doing, you know, I guess when I came out of rehab, them, them, them two months out of rehab. You were excited <laughs> to get home. Yeah, so you know, I'm, 30, <laughs> I'm 39 years old and she's 39. So we wasn't expecting that. She was like, <laughs> you know, I guess this is no more drinking and no more drugging. That's right. <laughs> keep, keep He's going to keep so, you clean, right? But um, I never would say that uh, people that uh, use cocaine and stuff like that. But let me tell you, man, I was a late bloomer and I'm 39 right now. I started using cocaine at the age of 37. I didn't know really what to expect with that. But starting using cocaine took me over the hump. It took me to a point where, okay, he was a sleepy alcoholic, non-confrontational, non-violent. He'll drink and go to sleep. That's what you can expect. He go, <laughs> he'll be sleeping in a minute. You know what I mean? Right, right. Now I go from up all night, paranoid, thinking that my wife cheat. Right. You know, and so that kind of took off. It it kind of got on her nerves to a point where she used to uh, get the kids and leave the house and leave me at the house and. Like I said, man, it's, it's one thing after another led to a point where, Nate, it was time. It was time for me to get my shit together. One of the biggest hurdles in starting a podcast can be the overwhelming thought of all of the technology. Let me tell you, don't let it stop you especially in the beautiful online recovery space, we could really save lives. So if you have a message that you want to share and a story that you want to tell, the Podcast Host Academy can help you get there. Inside the Podcast Host Academy, you'll find courses on everything from equipment, software and editing, to presentation skills and vocal warm-ups. Click the link in today's show notes for an additional 15% off your subscription to the Podcast Host Academy and alitu.com. That is alitu, A-L-I-T-U.com. Was there any specific event that led to you going to rehab or was it kind of just this progression over the years? One event that really led me to go to rehab, it was um, a time where, well, once again, I'm just paranoid, nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really wasn't even knowing that those were the signs of of cocaine. Being yeah. Paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, because I was a late bloomer. I, was I had a brief. I had like a two year period where right. I was focused on cocaine as well, and it's right. like this thing where you want to drink more, so you do coke and you stay up yeah. all night, and then the sun's yeah. coming up, and you're pissed that the sun's coming up because you want to keep drinking. But yeah, right. this it plays mind games with you also yeah that's exactly what it was doing Nate. And, and i really like i said i was a late bloomer so i'm not expecting yeah um really what's the triggers that what we you know what are the triggers and, and the things like that so i'm not just knowing what i'm doing but i'm paranoid i'm constantly paranoid i'm constantly thinking that she's doing something which she ain't ain't yeah. never uh, out of 14 15 years we've been together she hasn't done, done anything but been loyal to me. Yeah. So 
with me constantly thinking she cheating, we con I'm constantly arguing with her day and night, waking her up out of her sleep. And at that moment, she had took the kids. So it was one day, Nate, I felt a strong, it was, she had took the kids to her mom's house. And so I'm at the house by myself, man, Nate, for a whole, almost a whole week. Mm. I felt a sharp pain in my stomach, Nate. I never felt no damn fucking pain like this in my life. And so I called the ambulance. And I called my I called my wife first and said, look, I think I'm going to have to go to the hospital. I'm thinking, she probably thinking because the whole time, she probably didn't believe me because right. it was during that week, I'm trying to call her to bring tell her to come home. Right. So she's thinking that I'm probably just shooting the shit, trying yeah. to get her home. But I was actually feeling that pain, Nate. And I called the ambulance and the ambulance came in. So they they sit down with me and I let them know what's going on. And so they said, so are you ready to go to the hospital? In my drunken state, I was on cocaine. I told the ambulance, no, nah, I'm, I'm okay. Because I didn't want to pay that $600 bill. Amen. Of them taking me to the hospital. Right. That's what I was thinking. And so they left. Within five minutes after them being gone, I called them right back. Mm. And the dispatcher, the ambulance woman, she picked up the phone again. She said, is this Mr. So-and-so? So I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, they on their way because we knew you was going to call again. Damn. So they was already on their way. So when I got in there, they took me to the hospital. They x-rayed my stomach. Also in my stomach had exploded. Wow. From drinking, from uh, from from the drinking. And they they basically told me uh, that I needed uh, emergency surgery. Right there on the spot. Wow. And when I got out of that surgery, Nate, that was like the real eye opener. That was one of the things that really just brought me to the conclusion, like, this this shit here, man, this it's for the birds, Nate. <laughs> That's right. So then did you go straight to rehab or did you go back to drinking after recovery from the surgery? I told myself, okay, um, I'm not going to drink any more Bud Lights. Uh -huh. I'm just going to drink Coronas. I'm going to drink the expensive. <laughs> you know the so good I stuff. Tried still, I tried to still skip around it, and and so I'm 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 buying Coronas. Wow. I buy Coronas every time I get paid. Maybe the premium beers would would help stomach. You know. <laughs> so and I was instead of kind of still dibbling and dabbling in the cocaine, and it was it. it I was still working off, so I started going back to the same job and started my, uh, after the surgery and after my time off and me getting my insurance claim and everything like that, I got back into work. But Nate, I, I can tell you, man, it's, it's, it's that road, recovery and road, and that road on addiction, man, it's, it's a never ending thing, man. To people out there right now, man, just, just listen to me. Yeah. That addiction, that drug, do not care for you. That shit do not care for you. It do not uh, love you the way you love it. So if anybody else is, just stay mindful on the things that you do. Stay mindful on the things that you put in your body because what you do affects the people around you. I could have lost it all, Nate. I went to rehab, like I said, Nate, after that episode, I was still working, trying to still drink, trying to still do what I was doing. I wasn't happy. And it was one point, Nate, this was the, the effect that really turned me around, Nate, it was this. My daughter had came in the house one day. 
And I seen her looking at me. She didn't know I was looking at her. She thought I was asleep. And she just shook her head like, you know, wow. here we go again type of situation. Right. And uh, at, right after that, the next day I called the facility. I let them know my situation. And I went in. I did the, the, the 30 days. And when I got out, I was determined to just change the narrative, change the ending of my life. Because I don't not want my legacy to be that, oh, he was a drunk. Wow. Or he was this. I don't want my kids to just know me as that. Okay, he was a great father. He was a good father, but he was a drunk. Right. So I wanted to change that narrative, Nate. And so that is what I've been doing. I started just to upload videos just to share to my friends. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, you know what? When I was able to go live, you know, you get to a certain amount of subscribers that let you broadcast live. Right. So when I started to go live, I'm like, you know what? Let me get everything together and try to have guests on the show. And I started reaching out to people and they started reaching out to me and we started to go live and everything just took off from that day. That's amazing. So what's your sobriety date, Mr. Showout? Last August, August the 1st. August 1st, 2021. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Was the um, treatment center you went to, was it 12 step focused? Yeah, it was 12 steps. Yeah. It was basically 12 steps and uh, it has women and men. Um, it wasn't, it was not a recovery, uh, Christian based, but since my unit was there, the people that I was with went there, they done changed the rules because mm. we wanted to have actual, you yeah. know, I'm not rubbing church on anyone who's, uh, watching this right now, you know, whoever you believe in, whatever your high power is, that is what it is. Yeah. But when we was there, um, we wanted to have church. And so they started implementing church into the facility. You know, of course, they were asked the ones, if you do not agree with church, you don't have to come. It wasn't um, for everyone. If you didn't want to yeah. go and be a part of it, you know, they made sure of that. So, but they said ever since then, that's what they do every Sunday now. They have uh, a, little, a little segment of church in there. So I still talk to all the sponsors there. I still talk to the staff. I even have some of the staff, they done been on my show as well. And I have some, a few of them on the show. You know, like, like I like to say, Nate, uh, when I reach out to people and I see your show, I'm like, I'm taking notes. I'm, I'm like, I like, his, I like his delivery. I need to, I, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm new to this YouTube. Yeah, and, that's exactly and so what I'm in I did. school right now, Nate. This is my second semester. I'm back in school. Um. I'm trying to get my master's in drug and alcohol counseling. I just finished this semester with three A's and two B's. It's my Hell second semester yes. back in. So I'm jumping back in and hey, I'm hitting the ground running. And I'll be showing the staff and the uh, uh, the presidents at the college my videos. And they'd be like, Man, uh, you do all these edits and things yourself? I said, yeah, I do. I'm a one-man show. One-man show. Say, Are you sure you want to do it? On YouTube, at Mr. Show Out TV. And that's my logo. You see the logo at the back? Yeah. That's me. I'm just, I'm blessed right now, 2023. Share with the listeners maybe one or two things that you would say for people who are in early recovery, maybe first week, first two weeks to help them get through that difficult time. 
Okay, I can say this. If you just start recovery right now, stay patient. You have to stay patient. So important. Uh, it 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 will be tough times at the beginning. Sometimes you will think that you will not be able to do this. But when you're in your early recovery, think about the short terms first. Because you want to go from day to day yeah. to day. You want to go to day to day. And just try to think about the short terms. But the in the back of your mind, you know you have a longer goal. A lot of people will see that you are changing. A lot of people will see the new you. And they will be scared of that. They will be scared of that. It will That's be very people true. trying to see if you really about that life or not. They would try to bring you back in. They would try to just do certain things like this. So stay mindful and stay focused. You have to be determined in recovery. Wow. Well said, my friend. I will uh, link all of your channels and, and your contact information in today's show notes. Mr. Show Out TV, I look forward to uh, talking in the future, maybe coming on your show. If you want any advice, I'm happy to help. Hit me up anytime, my friend. Yes, I got you. I got you, Nate. I, I will be returning this favor, Nate. I got you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today, friends. Hopefully you heard something that resonates with you. And if we help just one person, our job is done. Make sure you check today's show notes for all the information discussed in the episode and how to connect with our guest. And as always, check us out at thesobrietydiaries.com, youtube.com slash Nate Kelly, and on Instagram at thesobrietydiariespod. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show, friends. It truly helps other people to find the show. And in turn, we can help more people. Until next Wednesday, try your best not to drink and be good to yourselves. Bye, everyone.